And now I'm going. Okay, now I'm definitely going. Um, uh, sorry, we got all our pre-conversation out of the way before I hit record, because I just had to praise the great job I'm sure they're doing on my film adaptation of my play. <laughs> listen, fellow podcasters, because I know at least two <laughs> podcasts listen to this, listen to our podcast. When that movie comes out, I'll allow you to review it. But let me come on and defend myself as a writer when you review it. There are two <laughs> things I will protect in this. Right. Myself yes. and the actors. Because they are very cute. And mm-hmm. they did a great job with their costumes. Yes, they did. And to a certain extent, I'll protect the director because he is very mm-hmm. talented. But anyway, um, hello and welcome back to Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha. And I'm joined, as always, by the Stormy hello, Skies. Hello, listeners. How are your holidays going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm waiting for you guys to answer us. <laughs> oh, you're talking yeah. to me. <laughs> having, having a great um, time. <laughs> yeah, my holidays are, are swell, Sam. Um, because I'm right now I'm on break from school. Woo. And uh, so, yeah, and it's pretty cool um, to be on break. And during my break, I usually simply uh, just update school materials for next semester. Basically, I do that. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. That's great. My break <laughs> kind of started today because I already told them I'm taking all of next week off. Tomorrow's a work from home day. And I decided to make today a work from home day because it's just been raining ice all day and I was like I could probably make it to work safely but I don't trust other drivers so I'm just going to do my work from home because I'm fully capable of that yes that is an excellent decision and then tomorrow is my built-in work from home day and then we're recording a bunch of church services tomorrow night and Friday and then I'm off for the week Nice. Are you going to start getting a little more busy with the uh, recording of the church services since Christmas is coming? Any more? I mean, instead of having one video to edit, David's going to have two videos to edit next week. Um, Mm -hmm. The two. So they're not doing a Christmas service. They're just doing a Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve service, which is pre-recorded. And then really editing for David only takes about an hour. Okay. So it's not a whole lot of extra work. Um, yeah, that's not bad. The bulk of the extra work was preparing the cert, was getting like the bulletin slash scripts ready for everything. But okay. I got most of that done last week. But it's all good. I'm going to use my time off to hopefully finish <laughs> my next full length play because I'm 53 pages into writing that. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I wasn't sure that you were working on something new. Yeah, um, it's very different from what I usually write. It's turned into more of like a straight comedy than anything I've ever written before. Yeah. So it'll it'll be fun. It's about three friends and one friend is trying to throw a baby shower for another friend. And then the third friend already has a kid. And the let me explain this yeah. better. One friend is trying to get <laughs> pregnant, one friend is pregnant, and one friend already has a kid, and the friend trying to get pregnant throws a baby shower for the pregnant friend, and then while they're getting ready for the baby shower, there's a solar flare, and it knocks out the power grids, because that happens, and hilarity ensues as she goes into labor. 
wow, <laughs> that's kind of funny and like really clever. Yeah. I hope like it's three fine. women with babies in some capacity. Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, or no baby. I hope it's funny. Wow. I don't. Comedy and horror are like two genres I don't necessarily want to write. I enjoy watching them. Yeah. But they're so subjective. Uh huh. That I don't think I enjoy writing them. I just rather do dramedies. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that sounds really awesome. And um, how much more do you want to write before it's finished? Or I would is, are consider, you I'd consider a decent draft about 80 pages, so about 30 more. Oh, wow, excellent. So you're almost done. You're like yeah. 75% done. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. And it's actually a really cool thing um, when playwrights do type out their script because you use a specific layout and style, <laughs> that is something that I would have to definitely practice mm -hmm. to recall what, what I was doing. So I think that is really, really cool. Just simply stylistically and aesthetically when I see your scripts. So yeah, are, I just want to say that. Are you working on anything <laughs> right now? Any holiday theme oh, word? Girl, no. <laughs> I haven't written a creative word for months. Oh, um, no. But it's I know it kind of sucks, but it's okay because um, I've been really reading a shit ton, like a lot. I've been going through books in like two weeks, dude. So I think that is where I'm at. Like, because sometimes I'll write a lot. I'll have a period where I write a ton and like don't have time to read. And then I'll have these like almost like dry spells where I'm kind of like replenishing myself creatively and just like reading. That's great. That's and that's kind of where I'm at I mean, now. Yeah, reading is super <laughs> important if you're a writer to refill your well, as some say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's almost kind of like that. And I feel like like I could try to write something, but it wouldn't be in my eyes like good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really enjoying reading right now, and um, I'll probably keep reading until the end of the year, and then kind of like regroup after next semester starts. That's good. Um, but your holidays yeah. are going better than um, our friend Anna. For you and I, much better than our friend Anna. Why don't you tell our listeners about Anna? I will do so gladly. <laughs> um, yes. This week, we're talking about Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse is a 2017 British Christmas zombie musical film directed by John McPhail. From a screenplay by a screenplay by Alan McDonald <laughs> and Ryan McHenry, based on McHenry's short zombie musical, it stars an ensemble cast of largely unknown. <laughs> oh, okay. Hello. That was oh, weird. Wow. Hello. Hello, we're back. Do we still have that first half? We we should. Okay, okay, good. I hope we do. Uh, I hope so, but yeah. Hey, guys, we're still here talking about Anne in the Apocalypse. And yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we didn't lose that first half. Um, we at least have my half, so we'll get me uh, talking hey. to myself. Okay. I'll, I'll send you <laughs> yeah. that audio, and then you can uh, time your responses according to my pauses. Oh man. That would be super <laughs> authentic. Anyway, um 
<laughs> I would be. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I'm kind of pissed that I didn't write it because I've been struggling to come up with the idea for a Christmas play because every playwright should have a Christmas play because they make money. Yeah, this is such a, this was really like your style. And I feel like now that you're saying you should, you could have, you should have written it. I feel like, yes, you should have, yeah. <laughs> but they, they just beat you. I mean, I'm sure you would have written it eventually, yeah. but they just went faster. Like, um, my favorite <laughs> musical number is, ah, uh, shit. Let me pull the album up. Cause I okay. wanted to listen to the music separately. Uh, this is more of a production yeah. note. But I don't have surround sound, and the sound mixing on the movie, I feel, was oriented to surround sound, which is fine. It's not that big of a deal, but it does kind of, the music <laughs> does drown out the lyrics. Um, yes, uh, my favorite yeah, song was number six, Turning My Life Around, which is when she wakes up in the morning, has her headphones in, and is singing this super bright and cheerful. Oh, the super happy song. Yeah, in the <laughs> apocalypse. The zombies are like dying. I was like, girl. <laughs> I was like, this is so relatable. It was pretty funny. And I'll, that that's the turning point for me because in the beginning I like wasn't I wasn't into it because it yeah. was like those songs were like very close together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I want more talking and less songs because like Sam knows I'm just like not a big fan of musicals. So naturally I didn't have as much fun as her, but that doesn't mean it was bad. Stormy's <laughs> just a really joyless person. It just oh. means I just don't have a lot of joy. <laughs> Sam cracks me up, but yeah, she's right. Stormy went to the high school from fame, so she's all musicaled out. I know, still, and you're you're right, you're very right. But I feel like Sam, if like I was like an actor in the movie, I would have so much fun. But watching it as as the person I am, I didn't have as much fun as Sam did, but I had some fun. Yeah, because Sam convinced me that we were watching this to be festive, and I was like, you know what, I really love to be festive so I kind of turned my mood around a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah you sucked it up for the good of the cause I I did you know and I'm glad I I'm glad I can say like I watched it and I know what, what it's about and all the music and the music was fun and I whenever there is musicals I like really focus on the lyrics and I just kind of read along with what's happening and they're clever <laughs> Yeah, now that I think about it, uh, yeah. The Lodge probably could have been our Christmas special this year since it oh takes place in the winter. God, but can I'm we do that next? Yes, we oh. can do that next year because next year my guinea pig won't have died two weeks ago and I can deal with depressing, depressing oh, shit. Sam, <laughs> I haven't asked you how you're doing. It's been a little easier than last week. Um, okay. I've gotten used to that big empty space in our living room because we packed up her cage the Saturday yeah. after she died. But yeah, it's, it's weird now that we don't have another living thing oh, other than yeah. each other to take yeah. care of. Right. Or just but, like uh, knowing that there's like a little companion there too. Yeah. yeah. So it's been, it's been weird. Uh, I miss, I miss her terribly. It Aww. was a shock. I've kind of been putting off editing our um, Nobody Sleeping in the Woods Tonight episode because oh, yeah, it started, it, it started the second we hung up, David came in and was like, hey. Oh Kip, man. Kip just had a seizure or something. Oh Jesus. Uh, so it's kind of weird. What a sweet name. Yeah. <laughs> Her full name is Lord Pippington. Uh, because Aww. I thought we were told both of them were boys. And then a few <laughs> months later we found out they were not both boys. Oh. <laughs> but I kept her name the same because she went through a lot. 
Yeah, what a sweet surprise though to have a little girl. Yeah. Um well shit, um, man. But yeah, yeah, the lodge next year for sure because that is some wild shit and I think I need a lot of time before I watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like our Christmas episodes are always wild cards because <laughs> they are, they are. <laughs> yeah, we did Black Christmas our first year, followed by a a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Oh my god, the Hallmark ghost movie. <laughs> the ghost man. Mm-hmm. She was staying in the haunted house and there was the ghost man and she yeah. was in love with him. Wow. So if you haven't seen Anna of the Apocalypse and don't want to be spoiled, go listen to last year's Christmas special. Yeah, absolutely. But um, it is on Hulu, actually. Sam and I branched out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's on basic Hulu because Sam yeah. has special, I think I just have basic Hulu and I think you yeah. have this Showtime Hulu. I have and, HBO Max Hulu. Oh, fabulous. I, I highly recommend. That sounds awesome because, um, yeah, it just sounds really cool. It sounds so, like you And, um, my favorite part of it is <laughs> Hulu counts as your cable provider. So they don't put their HBO Max exclusives on HBO for obvious reasons. They want those metrics for their own website. Yeah. But you can log into HBO Max with your Hulu account and still get access to them. That is super awesome. Yeah. Rad. That's been great. That was a very nice addition to our Hulu. But it is on basic Hulu. It's on basic Hulu, you guys. <laughs> it's, it's a holiday. We can branch out from Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Netflix really, uh, I haven't checked lately, but uh, <laughs> sure, there, there's not no new Christmassy stuff on there. That's horror, too. I feel like we drain that well yeah <laughs> so yeah. finally getting into acting my first note is the main girl is hecka cute she is really cute um, i really liked her yeah. facial expressions throughout the movie yeah she was very expressive and just like really cute and also i think that like the whole cast they're all very pretty mm-hmm. people. um and i really liked the uh lesbian blonde girl because she yeah. had like the short bleach blonde hair and then also the other girl with like the pink lipstick Mm -hmm. who was kissing her boyfriend a lot they're all just so such pretty girls yeah (laughs) oh my goodness um and that being said even though they're all really pretty the one thing i really liked about this movie is they all felt like authentic teenagers reacting authentically to yes what's happening around them besides the singing like besides (laughs) that like their reactions felt very real like when Anna and her friend John encountered their first zombie the guy in the snowman suit he just like <laughs> looks up and growls at them and she hits him with the backpack yeah like, that's such a real reaction it is and it's it was so funny his reaction too because like if you like knock someone's head off like I was like someone needs to scream in fear and he screamed in fear and I was like yeah, yeah. And then uh, later on in the bowling alley where he used two bowling balls to smash one's head in and he just throws up. That's a realistic (laughs) reaction. I'd do the same. I know he threw up. And then, um, oh, another reaction that was from a different guy. Uh, He was like fighting the zombie or something. And then he was like, wait, can you understand me? (laughs) Like trying to reason with him. Oh, that was that was a really a favorite part of mine. I feel like the whole bowling alley scene might have been one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> where where should we, should we critique their singing? Is that like 
Was that all them really singing, like, in a studio? I think it was. Wow. Usually, um, British yeah. talent is very well-rounded. Yeah, like, wow, they were all excellent <laughs> singers. I was like, wow. Um, I think that their singing was excellent. And I think they did as good as they could have, like, doing the voiceover singing. Because mm-hmm. that can be tough. But they they pretty they did it pretty well. Um, but I do, I don't know if this should be a note for acting or for story it might be for story so i'm gonna leave it for story i have a couple things to say about the fucking maniac headmaster guy yeah no one had a voice where i was like their voice is terrible i should yeah. be singing <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing like excellent. that i yeah I, I enjoyed it all it was fun i had a grand old time um, um and the music um it wasn't just like a christmas mu- like musical there was like one yeah. christmas song which i liked but yeah. then they had other songs that were about like um, being a teenager, you know, stuff like that. All the songs yeah. were very unique. Yeah. Uh, and so um, it was, you know, it wasn't like one theme. I feel like every single song could be standalone. Yes. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I concur. Excellent, Jay. Like I said, I listened to the music on my own earlier today just so I could get the full experience of it. And they are all really good and they're all really catchy songs. <laughs> and there's nothing yeah. super inherently Christmas about Anna and the Apocalypse except it's happening during Christmas. So yeah, behind exactly. all this mayhem and gore, you have yeah, tinsel yeah. and Christmas trees and Anna's weapon of choice is a giant candy cane, which I loved. And it's like a, it has like a sharp edge to it because yeah. it's like an outdoor prop yeah. or it's a prop for something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like the backdrop is Christmas and the, the like overlay main point is the apocalypse is happening. So we have to deal with that first and we could be Christmassy in the background. Um, and that works because <laughs> it makes it joyous and festive and pretty amongst like a very dire circumstance yes of everybody's a fucking zombie <laughs> yes um so uh i i have two things to say about some the songs um one is uh <laughs> one of my favorite songs was the christmas song that the girl sang because it was so like uh inappropriate <laughs> like about santa um mm-hmm. and the other one would have to be about uh the other one would have to be whenever the guy's like singing about how he's like uh when it comes to killing zombies he's the top of his class yes that was such a good song (laughs) it was so fucking ridiculous i was like i can't i can't help but like laugh at this song because like um the song is funny but it's even funnier when you watch what they're doing while he's singing and i'm and everyone's like they're like this fucking guy they're like annoyed by this dude but he's like obsessed with killing zombies and it just cracks me up they have shopping yeah. carts and baseball bats and it's just you know mm-hmm. i love I, it that's one of my favorite songs and um <laughs> i also like the final song between anna and the headmaster oh that was pretty cool too yeah it, and yeah, the, that worked well and the choreography of the dance numbers was really well done in the beginning, as well as when you get into the zombie apocalypse and the musical numbers are now part of them fighting yeah. the zombies. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause they were dancing in like the cafeteria and um, 
different places like that. Yeah. So <laughs> let, moving right into story, um, the story is your combination of basic high school musical with the zombie apocalypse. You have our main girl, Anna, who wants to get away from her small town life. And she's kind of in a love triangle with her guy best friend and the hot guy at school. And mm-hmm. her dad's a little overbearing. She wants to go to Australia. You got the lesbian character Stormy pointed out earlier, who is an American attending yeah, school yeah. in England. Um, she's a budding newspaper reporter and her friend who has a girlfriend. Um so yeah, that's basically the story. Just these kids doing their usual high school thing, and then the zombie apocalypse happens. Yeah, it happens um, kind of like right under their noses, because I feel like in the beginning of the movie, we hear on the radio that like, you know, the pandemic is happening, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and everyone is just kind of over it. So they yeah. just kind of um, just trying to do their thing, you know, and then it just is yes. like, boom, zombies. So it's actually pretty cool, because it's pretty abrupt. It gave me a lot of Shaun of the Dead vibes at the beginning because mm-hmm. the same thing, the setup for Shaun of the Dead is pretty much identical, only it's a grown man going through his mundane <laughs> life and getting dumped by his girlfriend. But mm-hmm. while all that's happening in the background are news reports of uh, people being bitten, people are dropping <laughs> dead on the street, they even run into a zombie on the street. <laughs> nice. So I really, uh, I feel like that's super realistic other than, and not people immediately noticing and going guns ablazing during the zombie apocalypse, I don't think we would notice. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I agree because whenever you're like constantly having a barrage of the same news all yeah. day long, you kind of like it kind of goes on mute like yeah. for your you whenever you're listening, you're just like, oh, it's the same shit. Yeah, and Why especially since they're kids. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, they have other things they're trying to fucking yeah. deal with. <laughs> they're dealing with love and sex um, and college and... and yeah, and like traveling abroad, taking a year off, you know, figuring out what they want to do with their lives, all these things. Um, and let's not and, let's yeah. not fool around. Teenagers are just very self-involved people. Like I yes. was, you probably were. Yeah, we're little assholes. It's fine. Right, absolutely. And that's that's the way it is, and that's the way it was presented. So it is pretty accurate. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but wait, we're on story now, so I do yeah. want to I do want to talk about the headmaster. Um, I thought he was a great character, but go I on. thought he was yeah, I thought he was a great character. Um, but then toward the end, he wanted to like kill everybody in school. <laughs> is that what he wanted? I think he realized at some point zombies were easier to control than teenagers. So oh. maybe that's what his goal was. I see. I was like, oh my God, this dude. Because when Anna and the survivors uh, arrived at the school, he did lock them in with a bunch of zombies and had them on whistle command to yeah. eat people. He wanted to eat them to eat their student, his students, though. So maybe he was trying to uh, create a big zombie army for oh, some maybe. reason. Yeah. Yeah. And he was singing about how, like, also he was, like, so over the human race. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I want the human race to be gone and the, the zombies to eat us. That's all good. Um, so that, that's some, some people are like that. Yeah. Some people are like that. And that is, is not, like, a surprising thing. And he was just, like, a maniac. 
<laughs> I'm sure a few years in the public education sector will do that to anybody. Yeah, especially because he was like the headmaster. So he had like a lot of responsibility for years and years, and he just turned bitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did agree with him early on. He said uh, more hands, uh, hand sanitizer is your friend and kissing mm -hmm. isn't. I completely agree with that. Kissing is disgusting. It's just awful. I don't know why people still do that. I, I really appreciate <laughs> it at your wedding when you and Luke just shook hands. <laughs> we did our fist bump and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so we, we just assumed that everybody understood that that was a metaphor for a kiss. Mm -hmm. So I hope that you uh, try to do the same thing in a different way for your wedding without a kiss. We'll see what yeah. you come up with. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we'll get, we're, we're going to be getting married post-apocalypse. So who knows? Maybe we'll throw everything out the window and just kiss everybody at our wedding. Oh, my God. Kiss everybody, up, but, but each other. Yeah. That would be pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> no one would see it coming. No. <laughs> it would take a little, a little while, depending on how big your wedding is. Yeah. But yeah. Um, my only other major note for story is I did lose my shit when Anna came out singing the next morning and didn't realize everybody was screaming and the fucking explosion. It was yeah. It was beautiful. That was my. That was a turning point that made me kind of start to warm up to the movie a yeah. little bit more. But don't get me wrong; it doesn't mean that I still had as much fun as Sam. I'm still a grumpy grouch. I think you had fun, and you're just trying to maintain this grumpy grouch persona. <laughs> the grumpy grouch. I'm like the Grinch because you're but... trying to impress people, but I'm the only one who needs to be impressed. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to maintain this hardcore facade, and I can't crack under the pressure of these these fun and warm Christmassy movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so anyway. I, I i thought this might have been based on a musical but reading the wikipedia article at the top yeah. of the show confirmed that for me because a lot of the choreography i could really see happening on a stage on stage yeah and I'm, I'm glad this movie exists because there has been a lot of merging of horror and musicals in the theater world not necessarily the film world but yeah. we've got Carrie the musical, we've got Evil Dead the musical, mm -hmm. we've got it the unofficial musical parody. So oh, wow, <laughs> there is like this weird attempt in the theater world to bring fan favorite horror to the musical stage, and I hear good things about Evil Dead the musical. Oh yeah, Carrie the musical. Oh, I think it got better with uh, the twenty twenty. <laughs> um, oh production not 2020 2012 production but <laughs> was, when oh, pretty recent <laughs> when uh carrie the musical first opened on broadway yeah. it, it's known as one of the biggest broadway flops in history it closed after oh. like 30 performances oh wow oh uh, man <laughs> it was a very unsafe musical to work on and when it came back in 2012 i think they fixed a lot of the problem fixed the music mm -hmm. um still weird and i know evil dead the musical is meant to be silly they have a splash zone so yes that just sounds like such a fun experience yeah. so i would love to see this emerge on the stage because it, yeah. it just seems like so fun to have campy horror on the stage mm -hmm. where you have to set up these little splash zones yeah i feel like if i watched 
Yeah, if I watch this on the stage, I feel like I would like it a little bit more yeah. to be on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, the older I get, I still love mu movie musicals. It's just I would rather see them live. Like, yeah, like where they're supposed to, like on the stage, like have that experience. Because you don't get the same energy yeah. watching the movie. Yeah, because if you're there, you feel their energy and it just makes you excited. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good. So I would, if I were there, I would not be a grumpy grouch. I'd be super excited, Christmassy person. <laughs> like I always tell other playwrights that even if I go see a crappy local high school musical, that still kind of refills my well and makes me want to write plays because <laughs> yeah. they're having such a good time. Why do you not want to be a part of that? It's it's really infectious to yeah. to feel their energy because they feed off of the audience energy too. So it's just like this give and take, and it's such a cool thing. It, and yeah. it, it it's not comparable that much to a movie because the movie is just the TV. Yeah. And um, who knows? Maybe I would have even yeah. liked this better on the big screen. Who who's to say? Oh yeah, maybe because that's still that's like almost there, but not quite, but yeah. better than the TV. The there's still room. there's still people in the theater to feed yeah, off of. Yeah, because what if they're having a lot of fun? Then you're yeah. fun I miss um, I miss theater. All theater. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh man. Um. Too. So the whole point of the movie is Anna's Anna and her friends are trying to get to their parents who are at the high school because there was the Christmas pageant the night before and they're all trapped in there. And Anna wants to rescue her dad, but unfortunately. Spoiler alert, she's too late. He's been bitten by a zombie and she is now free to see the world. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to make a note that saying that um, I was surprised at how many people died. Mm -hmm. Like main characters. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, like God. Only, yeah, I was so sad when her guy best friend died. Because Me too. He was so proud that he listed all the reindeer and then suddenly the zombie comes up and bites his hand. I know, and then he sacrifices himself again and goes backwards through the zombie horde to yeah. help her. And uh, I was very sad, too, because I was like, maybe they'll be together because he had his own song where he was sad. Yeah, they had such great chemistry. I hate that he died and not the uh, popular the jockey guy. Yeah, like the douchebag guy who's, like, obsessed like, with killing. When he came out with that zombie song, how great he is at killing zombies, I was like, oh, this guy is going to fucking die. Just watch and it'll be hilarious. Yeah, but no. And I was like, huh. <laughs> like, you got me there, movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert, the only people that live are like the lesbian Anna and the guy who lives in yeah. killing. Because um feel bad that we're just calling her the lesbian. What's her name? I know her name. She was so cute with her great sweater vest. Uh, da -da -da. Steph. 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 Steph lives. Steph, um, lives. Steph and, and John live. No, not John. John died. John died. Steph and Chris live. Um, but <laughs> like the same name. <laughs> Steph's nerdy friend does not live because his girlfriend got bit by a zombie, so he decides to stay with her, which was they very both sweet. become zombies, and that was really sad because I loved their relationship because she looked after his grandmother. Yeah when she was sick and I was like that's very special yeah and I loved the grandmother during her performance at the Christmas pageant the night before <laughs> everybody know. else was just super awkward about this super sexual song <laughs> the half-naked Santa's and the grandma's just like thumbs up I know there was like the guys and they were like being like male strippers and I was like this is a little inappropriate and at the end she was 
she was like, what did she say that she's like, yes, Santa, I'm ready. And I was like, oh. It was, it was so good. I, I would hope David would turn into a zombie with me. Yeah, I would hope so, too. I mean, that that was a very... That was a very great moment. It was great. And it was it was sad, but they were still together. And I wasn't you never know if it's going to be like they're going to be zombies or they're going to like kill yeah. themselves or each other. You know yeah. what I mean? So. So that was a very nice change of pace from the typical moment like that in zombie movies where uh, he has to kill her, kill her and then himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really lonely thing. Chose to be with her. Yeah. Um, in zombified mode. Which yeah. is nice. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but yeah, that's a. And at the end, they're driving away in the car, and Steph says, "Now where to?" Because she is the. Ba- she's basically the one that saves them because she has the car. Because mm-hmm. she finds her car keys, and then she is like, "Hell yeah, I got the car. Let's go room room." And <laughs> I don't. I don't know how British school works. Yeah. Neither. But I don't think it's legal that just because she drove her car and parked it on school grounds that oh, it just becomes proper. Keys. Yeah, that he just keeps her keys then. Dude, he was like a maniac, man. He just like did whatever he wanted and it was like no rules. <laughs> yeah, like I guess you could take them during the school day, but you can't just keep her car keys. That's her yeah. property. That's her car, dude. Yeah, so um <clears throat> And uh, yeah, at the end, they were kind of like free to do what they wanted. But it was also sad still because everybody else is dead. They're just all dead, like legit. So they could just go wherever they want. But like, where will they go? So Mm -hmm. that but it ended well because it wasn't like they said we're going here or making a plan. It was pretty ambiguous, which is what was what I liked about the ending. Yeah. And I like the tie back to the song. Uh. No such thing as a no such thing as a Hollywood ending, yeah. Because like everybody they cared about died. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a Hollywood ending, which would be like everybody lives and you're pissed. It's like, <laughs> so, yeah, oh, that's a great callback. That's smart. it is, and in a way, it's like an aha moment because we're like, well, you know what? I may be sad, but I would have been pissed otherwise if they all lived. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they were the main character. So I'm like, huh, you got me again. Yeah. <laughs> So it was pretty, it was really clever of a movie. It was. Music, I, singing aside, it was. I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, been watching a lot of Christmas movies and I'm glad I added this to my <laughs> nightly rotation. Your nightly rotate, you just watch it nightly. <laughs> Couple movies a night. I mean, I, I try. I balance <laughs> one good, uh, authentic Christmas movie <laughs> with one Hallmark Christmas movie. How are those Hallmark Christmas movies this season? Look, I think we're missing out by not talking about some of these. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure a lot of them have, like, very horrific aspects. Did you ever watch The Vow with Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams? Um, Where, um, it's based on a true story. They get into a car accident and she loses her memory up to a certain point. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. So the one I watched last night was a very similar premise. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was a lot creepier because oh. the marriage wasn't working out. And before she got hit by a car, she had tricked her husband into signing divorce papers. And she was on her way to file them 
when yeah. she got hit by the car. And oh. conveniently, they were splayed across the road when her husband found them. And he's like, oh, no, she was going <laughs> to divorce me. But guess what? She has amnesia. So I'm going to make her fall in love with me again. And I'm like, uh, this, damn is him. So manip- this is so manipulative. This is so creepy. That's dirty. That's like doing her a big dirty. Yeah. God damn it. Because no matter what he does, eventually she's going to not like him again. <laughs> yes. Uh, the <laughs> other awesome. one, the other movie I was debating, I don't know if it's available on streaming right now, but it's, yeah. it's iconic in terms of creepy Christmas movies. Holiday in Handcuffs starring Mario Lopez and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original one, not the new one. Oh, uh, so, uh, Melissa Joan Hart? <laughs> yeah, uh, where she kidnaps a guy and forces him to pretend to be her boyfriend for the holidays. Oh, yeah, holiday. Hey, I thought you were gonna say like someone goes to jail for Christmas and no, they're hang. <laughs> no, it's kidnapping, and then he develops Stockholm syndrome and falls in love with her. They don't say that in the movie, but you know it's there. You know it's true. Yeah. Well, shit. Um, and you said it's not available for streaming yet. I didn't look it up because I remembered Anna and the Apocalypse existed. Oh, okay. So I figured we'd do something actually horror related this year since we didn't last year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but moving on to production, we kind of talked about it. Um, sound mixing is a little off if you don't have surround sound. I'm going to get fucking surround sound. I know I'm in the dark ages. But so, <laughs> so is my apartment lease because my aunt has in there that you can't have surround sound. But I'm thinking she thinks surround sound is still what we have at home, which is like the, the big, movie theater. <laughs> yeah, the big speakers that you have to drill into the walls. But now it's just like tiny speakers you set up around the room. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then like a little subwoofer and then you're good. Yeah. So I don't think they're aware that it's changed that much. And the lease was written up in 2006. (laughs) Well, surround sound in 2006 was probably like not the best. Yeah. (laughs) It's better now. You had to put them on the ceiling. So I get why it's not there. It's just, (laughs) I'll get it eventually, eventually leave me alone. But the sound mixing, um, I'm sure is fine on surround sound. It's just, you got to kind of think that not everybody's going to have that. Right. Yeah. Luke wants surround sound. Do you think we should get surround sound too? Or like a sound bar or something? I think it's worth the investment. Yeah. We have to get a new TV first. Yeah. It's just too shit. (laughs) And I feel like I complain about this a lot with movies we watch and just movies Mm -hmm. I watch on my own is the dialogue is always too quiet and the background noise is too loud. Yeah, I have so to have constant, subtitles on. You're constantly adjusting the volume and sound, surround sound is supposed to allevi- alleviate that. that yes. um, well, that's exactly what I'm looking for, so maybe I'll yeah. look into that. But that's nice. my only um, big note. I thought the effects and the gore in this movie was really well done. It looked, mo- it looked, <laughs> it looked great. It looked mostly practical. Yeah, mostly practical, and uh, yeah, that's what uh, kind of brought me, reeled me back in a little bit, because uh, I was like, Ugh, it can't get any worse, and then it got better because the, the kills at the mm-hmm. uh, the um, the bowling alley were like constant, and I was like, this is awesome, <laughs> so I was like pretty stoked. But I have a question, Sam, and I'm not sure if you know, you might know this answer because you know a lot of random stuff. But um, whenever it opened to Anna and her friend working at the bowling alley, there was a shot of like the AMF thing. Mm-hmm. Is AMF like international? Like AMF radio? 
AMF bowling alley. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. Ah, it might. Okay. It might be an Easter egg for the British watchers. It might be a chain in England. Um, I didn't really bowl while I was in England. And you know what? Honestly, the next time I go, because I want to go before I turn 30. Yeah. Which is creeping up very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe since I've done all the touristy stuff before, maybe we'll just go bowling one night. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I just looked up AMF and it's called American Machine and Foundry and it's just a manufacturing company. So maybe it's possible that they just import bowling alley stuff. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So maybe America's bowling alley machines are like the best. Who knows? <laughs> Possibly. We, you might just be really good with bowling. Like if it's the one thing we do, it's bowling. <laughs> so thanks, America. Yeah, those are all my notes for Anna and the Apocalypse. I really enjoyed this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. It was different. It definitely felt Christmassy, unlike the previous Christmas movies we've watched. Yeah. Remember, yeah. What, Black what Christmas. Black yeah. Christmas wasn't super Christmassy. Black Christmas is like, it's if it wasn't winter or Christmas, it, it's just a horror movie called Black Christmas, honestly, because like they, they don't mention Christmas. It's just Christmas time. And that's yeah. the only reason why all the girls are there, because it's like Christmas break. But for some reason, they're not going home. I don't know. I don't even remember what the fuck happens. That movie is that movie is wild and it's really long. And isn't there like a remake to it too now? There I, is a remake. It's available on HBO Max. I have not watched it yet. I have not seen it. I only ever saw the original like maybe twice. Once on my own and then twice because you and I watched it for a real horror show. <laughs> that movie. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I have no other notes myself. It was okay, but it was um, it was very different and i liked it because it has all these these keywords that you can use to describe it such as zombie apocalypse horror musical like you know what i mean so that's really um that's really its own pull i think that's pretty cool yeah and i was really glad that it was a british movie actually yeah it's very charming so I and it, it was self-aware enough it I was think. It didn't take itself too seriously. Yes. Um, and that's important whenever you're working with a cast who are meant to be like teenagers in high school. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, was. You want to hit me with those end notes? I'm going to hit you up with the outro, right? Meow. Okay. Cool. So. Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. Today, we learned that hand sanitizer is your friend. Kissing is not. <laughs> Sorry, did my burp pick up on yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Yay. Um, really, really like what you hear. Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Podcast. Um, no, fuck. Fuck me. At Horror Show Pod. Don't type in podcast because that's wrong. Horror Show Pod. Or search Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. 
We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Want to argue with uh, want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, submissions are open for our yearly anthology called the October Monologues. Check out the submission guidelines on our website and send us your creepy shit. We love horror. And if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wishlist. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Christmas is right around the corner. Also, buy us a coffee is a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Uh, Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And any other pertinent news? Um, not at the moment. Yeah, it's just creeping towards the end of December, getting snowy outside, getting really, you know, very festive, and yeah. That's the news. (laughs) Um, Our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.